Section 20 of The Journey of Coronado, 1540-1542. The Narrative of Jaramillo, translated by George Parker Winship. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Account given by Captain Juan Jaramillo of the journey which he made to the new country on which Francisco Vasquez Coronado was the general. We started from Mexico, going directly to Compostela, the whole way populated and at peace, the direction being west and the distance 112 leagues. From there we went to Culiacan, perhaps about 80 leagues. The road is well known and much used, because there is a town inhabited by Spaniards in the said valley of Culiacan, under the government of Compostela. The seventy horsemen who went with the general went in a northwesterly direction from this town. He left his army here because information had been obtained that the way was uninhabited and almost the whole of it without food. He went with the said horsemen to explore the route and prepare the way for those who were to follow. He pursued this direction, though with some twisting, until we crossed a mountain chain where they knew about New Spain more than three hundred leagues distant. To this pass we gave the name of Chichilticale, because we learned that this was what it was called from some of the Indians whom we left behind. Leaving the said valley of Culiacan, he crossed a river called Petlatlan, which was about four days distant. We found these Indians peaceful, and they gave us some few things to eat. From here we went to another river called Sinaloa, which was about three days from the other. From here the general ordered ten of us horsemen to make double marches, lightly equipped, until we reached the stream of the Cedars, Arroyo de los Cedros, and from there we were to enter a break in the mountains on the right of the road and see what there was in and about this. If more time should be needed for this than we gained on him, he would wait for us at the said Cedros stream. This was done, and all that we saw there was a few poor Indians in some settled valleys like farms or estates with sterile soil. It was about five more days from the river to this stream. From there we went to the river called Yakami, which took about three days. We proceeded along a dry stream, and after three days more of marching, although the dry stream lasted only for a league, we reached another stream, where there were some settled Indians who had straw huts and storehouses of corn and beans and melons. Leaving here, we went to the stream and village which is called Hearts, Corazones, the name which was given to it by Dorantes and Cabeza de Vaca and Castillo, and the negro Estebanillo, because they gave them a present of the hearts of animals and birds to eat. About two days were spent in this village of the hearts. There is an irrigation stream, and the country is warm. Their dwellings are huts made of a frame of poles, almost like an oven, only very much better, which they cover with mats. They have corn and beans and melons for food, which I believe never fail them. They dress in deerskins. This appeared to be a good place, 
and so orders were given the spaniards who were behind to establish a village here where they lived until almost the failure of the expedition there was a poison here the effect of which is according to what was seen of it the worst that could possibly be found and from what we learned about it it is the sap of a small tree like the mastic tree or lentisk and it grows in gravelly and sterile land we went on from here passing through a sort of gateway to another valley very near this stream which opens off from this same stream which is called sonora it is also irrigated and the indians are like the others and have the same sort of settlements and food this valley continues for six or seven leagues a little more or less at first these indians were peaceful and afterward not but instead they and those whom they were able to summon thither were our worst enemies they have a poison with which they killed several christians there are mountains on both sides of them which are not very fertile from here we went along near this said stream crossing it where it makes a bend to another settlement called ispa it takes one day from the last of these others to this place it is of the same sort as those we had passed from here we went through deserted country for about four days to another river which we heard called nishpa where some poor indians came out to see the general with presents of little value with some stalks of roasted maguey and pitaayas we went down this stream two days and then left the stream going toward the right to the foot of the mountain chain in two days journey where we heard news of what is called chichilticali crossing the mountains we came to a deep and reedy river where we found water and forage for the horses from this river back at nishpa as i have said it seems to me that the direction was nearly northeast from here i believe that we went in the same direction for three days to a river which we called st john san juan because we reached it on his day leaving here we went to another river through a somewhat rough country more toward the north to a river which we called the rafts de las balsas because we had to cross on these as it was rising it seems to me that we spent two days between one river and the other and as i say this because it is so long since we went there that i may be wrong in some days though not in the rest from here we went to another river which we called the slough de la barranca it is two short days from one to the other and the direction almost northeast from here we went to another river which we called the cold river el rio frio on account of its water being so in one day's journey and from here we went by a pine mountain where we found almost at the top of it a cool spring and streamlet which was another day's march in the neighborhood of this stream a spaniard who was called espinosa died besides two other persons on account of poisonous plants which they ate owing to the great need in which they were from here we went to another river which we called the red river bermejo two days journey in the same direction but less toward the northeast 
here we saw an indian or two who afterward appeared to belong to the first settlement of cibola from here we came in two days journey to the said village the first of cibola the houses have flat roofs and walls of stone and mud and this is where they killed steve estebanillo the negro who had come with dorantes from florida and returned with friar marcos de nisa in this province of cibola there are five little villages besides this all with flat roofs of stone and mud as i said the country is cold as is shown by their houses and hothouses estufas they have food enough for themselves of corn and beans and melons these villages are about a league or more apart from each other within a circuit of perhaps six leagues the country is somewhat sandy and barren of vegetation and on the mountains the trees are for the most part evergreen the clothing of the indians is of deerskins very carefully tanned and they also prepare some tanned cowhides with which they cover themselves which are like shawls and a great protection they have square cloaks of cotton some larger than others about a yard and a half long the indians wear them thrown over the shoulder like a gypsy and fastened to one end over the other with a girdle also of cotton from this first village of cibola looking towards the northeast and a little less on the left hand there is a province called tusayan about five days off which has seven flat-roofed villages with a food supply as good or better than these and an even larger population and they also have the skins of cows and of deer and cloaks of cotton as i described all the waterways we found as far as this one at cibola and i do not know but what for a day or two beyond the rivers and streams run into the south sea and those from here on into the north sea from this first village of cibola as i have said we went to another in the same province which was about a short day's journey off on the way to tiwesh it is nine days of such marches as we made from this settlement of cibola to the river of tiwesh halfway between i do not know but it may be a day more or less there is a village of earth and dressed stone in a very strong position which is called tutahuaco all these indians except the first in the first village of cibola received us well at the river of tiwesh there are fifteen villages within a distance of about twenty leagues all with flat roof houses of earth instead of stone after the fashion of mud walls there are other villages beside these on other streams which flow into this and three of these are for indians well worth seeing especially one that is called chia and another uraba and another sicuye uraba and sicuye have many houses two stories high all the rest and these also have corn and beans and melons skins and some long robes of feathers which they braid joining the feathers with a sort of thread and they also make them of a sort of plain weaving with which they make cloaks with which they protect themselves they all have hot rooms underground 
which although not very clean are very warm they raise and have a very little cotton of which they make the cloaks which i have spoken of above this river comes from the northwest and flows about southeast which shows that it certainly flows into the north sea leaving this settlement and the said river we passed two other villages whose names i do not know and in four days came to Sicuye, which i have already mentioned the direction of this is toward the northeast from there we came to another river which the spaniards named after Sicuye. in three days if i remember rightly it seems to me that we went rather towards the northeast to reach this river where we crossed it and after crossing this we turned more to the left hand which would be more to the northeast and began to enter the plains where the cows are although we did not find them for some four or five days after which we began to come across bulls of which there are great numbers and after going on in the same direction and meeting the bulls for two or three days we began to find ourselves in the midst of a very great number of cows yearlings and bulls all in together we found indians among these first cows who were on this account called querechos by those in the flat roof houses they do not live in houses but have some sets of poles which they carry with them to make some huts in the places where they stop which serve them for houses they tie these poles together at the top and stick the bottoms into the ground covering them with some cowskins which they carry around and which as i have said serve them for houses from what was learned of these indians all their human needs are supplied by these cows for they are fed and clothed and shod from these they are a people who wander about here and there wherever seems to them best we went on for eight or ten days in the same direction along these streams which are among the cows the indian who guided us from here was the one that had given us the news about Kivira and arache and about its being a very rich country with much gold and other things and he and the other one were from that country i mentioned to which we were going and we found these two indians in the flat roof villages it seems that as the said indian wanted to go to his own country he proceeded to tell us what we found was not true and i do not know whether it was on this account or because he was counseled to take us into other regions by confusing us on the road although there are none in all this region except those of the cows we understood however that he was leading us away from the route we ought to follow and that he wanted to lead us on to those plains where he had led us so that we would eat up the food and both ourselves and our horses would become weak from the lack of this because if we should go either backward or forward in this condition we could not make any resistance to whatever they might wish to do to us from the time when as i said we entered the plains and from this settlement of querechos he led us off more to the east 
until we came to be in extreme need from the lack of food and as the other indian who was his companion and also from his country saw that he was not taking us where we ought to go since we had always followed the guidance of the turk for so he was called instead of this he threw himself down in the way making a sign that although we cut off his head he ought not to go that way nor was that our direction i believe we had been travelling twenty days or more in this direction at the end of which we found another settlement of indians of the same sort and way of living as those behind among whom there was an old blind man with a beard who gave us to understand by signs which he made that he had seen four others like us many days before whom he had seen near there and rather more toward new spain and we so understood him and presumed that it was dorantes and cabeza de vaca and those whom i have mentioned at this settlement the general seeing our difficulties ordered the captains and the persons whose advice he was accustomed to take to assemble so that we might discuss with him what was best for all it seemed to us that all the force should go back to the region we had come from in search of food so that they could regain their strength and that thirty picked horsemen should go in search of what the indian had told about and we decided to do this we all went forward one day to a stream which was down in a ravine in the midst of good meadows to agree on who should go ahead and how the rest should return here the indian isopete as we had called the companion of the said turk was asked to tell us the truth and to lead us to that country which we had come in search of he said he would do it and that it was not as the turk had said because those were certainly fine things which he had said and had given us to understand at tiwesh about gold and how it was obtained and the buildings and the style of them and their trade and many other things told for the sake of prolixity which had led us to go in search of them with the advice of all who gave it and of the priests he asked us to leave him afterward in the country because it was his native country as a reward for guiding us and also that the turk might not go along with him because he would quarrel and try to restrain him in everything that he wanted to do for our advantage and the general promised him this and said he would be with one of the thirty and he went in this way and when everything was ready for us to set out and for the others to remain we pursued our way the direction all the time after this being toward the north for more than thirty days march although not long marches not having to go without water on any one of them and among cows all the time some days in larger numbers than others according to the water which we came across so that on st peter and paul's day we reached a river which we found to be there below Kivira. when he reached the said river the indian recognized it and said that was it and that it was below the settlements we crossed it there 
and went up the other side on the north, the direction turning toward the northeast, and after marching three days, we found some Indians who were going hunting, killing the cows to take the meat to their village, which was about three or four days still further away from us. Here, where we found the Indians and they saw us, they began to utter yells and appeared to fly, and some even had their wives there with them. The Indian Isopete began to call them in his language, and so they came to us without any signs of fear. When we and these Indians had halted here, the general made an example of the Indian Turk, whom we had brought along, keeping him all the time out of sight among the rear guard, and having arrived where the place was prepared, it was done in such a way that the other Indian, who was called Isopete, should not see it, so as to give him the satisfaction he had asked. Some satisfaction was experienced here on seeing the good appearance of the earth, and it is certainly such among the cows and from there on. The general wrote a letter here to the governor of Araje and Quivira, having understood that he was a Christian from the lost army of Florida, because what the Indian had said of their manner of government and their general appearance had made us believe this. So the Indians went to their houses, which were at the distance mentioned, and we also proceeded at our rate of marching until we reached the settlements, which we found along good river bottoms, although without much water, and good streams which flow into another, larger than the one I have mentioned. There were, if I recall correctly, six or seven settlements, at quite a distance from one another, among which we traveled for four or five days, since it was understood to be uninhabited between one stream and the other. We reached what they said was the end of Kivira, to which they took us, saying that the things there were of great importance. Here there was a river with more water and more inhabitants than the others. Being asked if there was anything beyond, they said that there was nothing more of Kivira, but that there was Araje, and that it was the same sort of place, with settlements like these and about the same size. The general sent to summon the lord of those parts, and the other Indians who they said resided in Araje, and he came with about two hundred men, all naked, with bows and some sort of things on their heads, and their privy parts slightly covered. He was a big Indian, with a large body and limbs, and well proportioned. After he had heard the opinion of one and another about it, the general asked them what we ought to do, reminding us of how the army had been left, and that the rest of us were there, so that it seemed to all of us that, as it was already almost the opening of winter, for, if I remember rightly, it was after the middle of August, and because there was little to winter there for, and we were but very little prepared for it, and the uncertainty as to the success of the army that had been left, and because the winter might close the roads with snow and rivers which we could not cross, and also in order to see what had happened to the rest of the force left behind, 
it seemed to us all that his grace ought to go back in search of them and when he had found out for certain how they were to winter there and return to that country at the opening of spring to conquer and cultivate it since as i said this was the last point which we reached here the turk saw that he had lied to us and one night he called on all these people to attack us and kill us we learned of it and put him under guard and strangled him that night so that he never waked up with the plan mentioned we turned back it may have been two or three days where we provided ourselves with picked fruit and dried corn for our return the general raised a cross at this place at the foot of which he made some letters with a chisel which said that francisco vasquez de coronado general of that army had arrived here the country presents a very fine appearance that which i have not seen a better in all our spain nor italy nor a part of france nor indeed in the other countries where i have travelled in his majesty's service for it is not a very rough country but is made up of hillocks and plains and very fine appearing rivers and streams which certainly satisfied me and made me sure that it will be very fruitful in all sorts of products indeed there is profit in the cattle ready to the hand from the quantity of them which is as great as one could imagine we found a variety of castilian prunes which are not all red but some of them black and green the tree and fruit is certainly like that of castile with an excellent flavor among the cows we found flax which springs up from the earth in clumps apart from one another which are noticeable as the cattle do not eat it with their tops and blue flowers and very perfect although small resembling that of our own spain there are grapes along some streams of a fair flavor not to be improved upon the houses which these indians have were of straw and most of them round and the straw reached down to the ground like a wall so that they did not have the symmetry or the style of these here they have something like a chapel or sentry box outside and around these with an entry where the indians appear seated or reclining the indian isopete was left here where the cross was erected and we took five or six of the indians from these villages to lead and guide us to the flat roof houses thus they brought us back by the same road as far as where i said before that we came to a river called st peter and paul's and here we left that by which we had come and taking the right hand they led us along by watering places and among cows by a good road although there are none either one way or the other except those of the cows as i have said at last we came to where the turk led us astray from the route we should have followed thus leaving the rest aside we reached tiwesh where we found the rest of the army and here the general fell while running his horse by which he received a wound on his head which gave symptoms of turning out badly and he conceived the idea of returning which ten or twelve of us were unable to prevent by dissuading him from it when this return had been ordered 
the franciscan friars who were with us one of them a regular and the other a lay brother who were called the regular one friar juan de padilla and the lay one friar luis de escalona were told to get ready although they had permission from their provincial so that they could remain friar luis wished to remain in these flat roof houses saying that he would raise crosses for these villagers with a chisel and adze they left him and would baptize several poor creatures who could be led on the point of death so as to send them to heaven for which he did not desire any other company than a little slave of mine who was called christopher to be his consolation and who he said would learn the language there quickly so as to help him and he brought up so many things in favor of this that he could not be denied and so nothing more has been heard from him the knowledge that this friar would remain there was the reason that many indians from hereabouts stayed there and also two negroes one of them mine who is called sebastian and the other of melchor perez the son of the licentiate la torre the negro was married and had his wife and children i also recall that several indians remained behind in the quivira region besides a tarascan belonging to my company who was called andrew friar juan de padilla preferred to return to quivira and persuaded them to give him those indians whom i said we had brought as guides they gave him these and he also took a portuguese and a free spanish-speaking indian who was the interpreter and who passed as a franciscan friar and a half-blood and two indians from capotan or thereabouts i believe he had brought these up and took them in the habits of friars and he took some sheep and mules and a horse and ornaments and other trifles i do not know whether it was for the sake of these or for what reason but it seems that they killed him and those who did it were the lay servants or these same indians whom he took back from tiwesh in return for the good deeds which he had done when he was dead the portuguese whom i mentioned fled and also one of the indians that i said he took in the habits of friars or both of them i believe i mentioned this because they came back to this country of new spain by another way and a shorter route than the one of which i have told and they came out in the valley of panico i have given gonzalo solis de meras and isidoro de solis an account of this because it seemed to me important according to what i say i have understood that his majesty ordered your lordship to find or discover a way so as to unite that land to this it is perhaps also very likely that this indian sebastian during the time he was in quivira learned about its territory and the country round about it and also of the sea and the road by which he came and what there is to it and how many days journey before arriving there so that i am sure that if your lordship acquires this quivira on this account i am certain that he can confidently bring many people from spain to settle it according to the appearance and the character of the land End of section twenty